and Dirty Dishes. There's also Dirty Dancing, but that has nothing That's to do with the title. Welcome back. Yeah. How are you? I'm so good. I missed you. Well, I know. Just kidding. I've, I've talked to you every day. Well, and So I know I'm jumping right in. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. But this is what we had a conversation on the phone about, right? Was that it's so hard not to have conversation during the week. And like, as we're on the phone, we're like, oh my God, this would be an epic in the podcast, right? Yeah. But we can't go without telling each other like all our nitty gritties of the day. Well, I did have to keep a secret from you, but pause on that because we're going to get back to that. It's like, hey, I have a secret for you too. Ew. <laughs> okay. No, well, you I'm the told- only one that's allowed to keep secrets. But you told me you had a secret. So I was like. I need a secret. All right, we're going to talk about that later. Okay. Um, okay, I would like to really quick talk about our reactions to our first podcast. First of all... Our I reactions? Mean, or Oh, no, other people's reactions. Okay, because I thought it was pretty lit. First of all, I'm, I'm shocked that we had listeners. Right? I mean, I really thought we were going to put this out and maybe, like, my mom would listen. I was but hoping not yours, my mom. <laughs> I was hoping yours wouldn't. I literally texted her. I said, hey, mom, I would not advise you to listen to this podcast because I cuss in it and I say things that you probably wouldn't want me to say. Mm -hmm. And she literally didn't respond. I know she loves me no matter what, Mm -hmm. but I know a piece of her. I'm really curious if she listened because Um, I never say anything bad about my mom. I love my mom more than anything. She is amazing and would do anything for me and my kids and I couldn't live without her. However, she just has a different expectation in life than mm-hmm. what I live. Yes. Yeah. And, and, and that's okay. Like I love her for it. She's passionate about it. She loves Jesus a lot. And I, and, and I love that. Our reactions though, I was surprised. First of all, again, surprised that we even had listeners. Second, that the reaction to our podcast was so good. Right. And they had so many questions. Yes. Well, first of all, I will acknowledge the fact that we did not specify the bullshit of the day was the fact we didn't know who Kayla's baby daddy was. True. We did not. We did not put that out there. And that was probably the biggest question that we had was who's the what was the drama? Oh. Or what was the bullshit? Yeah. But that, that was kind of part of the journey too, right? Fair. Yeah. And then like my sister, who by the way, I think is like my number one fan. Love her. Um, And I'm allowed to say her name because she's my sister. So she's not going to sue me. But my sister's (laughs) name is Sarah. And if she sues me, I'll fight her. It's fine. Um, But uh, she is married to, uh, we call him Wildcat Lappin. Like for reals. Love that. Yeah. Um, And half the time I can't understand any. (laughs) Yeah. But like, first of all, we don't do sound effects. Um, but like, okay, Michael, I can only understand half of what he says because he talks. So so, so my sister's from the Midwest being Oklahoma. That's where our family is. And like, he talks a little bit with an accent and kind of mumbles a little bit. And so he'll say something and I'll look at my sister and go, what do you say? Say what now? (laughs) Yeah. And she will be like, he said, da, 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 da. And like, I'm the idiot. And all of us are looking at him like, the fuck did he just say? <laughs> like, literally, well, we need to have her on the show. Mm, absolutely. That's going to be podcast number six. Or 12. Or, yep. I don't know why I just said that. I don't know. 
I, I don't know why I picked six. I don't know why I picked 12. Well, but it could be either. Double down. Just Sarah, know that you're going to be between episode six <laughs> and 12. So you're in the queue. You're, you're in, in the, the queue. queue. So day two, like seven people call me. And when I answer the phone, they said, I just wanted to make sure I wasn't blocked. Yeah. But what I do have to say about you saying that, like the whole blocked (laughs) thing. So Kayla and I spend all day Tuesday and all day Wednesday together because those are her days off. Mm -hmm. Conversations that we had via text. I was kind of telling you like what was going on with the two options of baby daddies. Uh And your very first response was, block him. And I'm like... (laughs) Everything cannot be block him, Faith. Like, everything cannot be block that I person. You, I love blocking. It's my favorite. So now it's just, oh, you know what? Blocked. Yeah. F you. Blocked. Yeah, for everything, care. though. Yeah, I know. Well, I, but to be fair. Okay, you weren't wrong. Yeah. But at the end of the like day. I feel like both options should uh, be blocked at this point. Okay, no. So, I, yeah. I still believe in the blocked. But, so you sent me a quote Tell me about this quote. Okay, this is someone um, that has been with her husband for over 20 years, I want to say. And literally one day he just decided to bounce. Like, no joke. Just was like... I didn't even know the backstory of this. I'm sorry. uh, Was like, I'm gone. and Blocked. uh, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah. Uh, So, and like... She didn't tell me at first because she said she felt like she had to get her emotions together before she... Like, I get that. Where I get that, I know what being in that seat feels like and I wish she would have reached out to me sooner because I know how bad it hurts and I know how much I needed people. Um, but what she had said was the vision we have in our heads of what our life is supposed to be is what messes us up. Messes us messes us up messes us up it's not a messes word. us up okay messes us us <laughs> our life <laughs> do it one more time okay okay, okay if not you're gonna have to say this for me okay the vision we have in our heads of what our life is supposed to be is what messes us up <laughs> fuck my life why can't i say that okay i'm gonna try okay. wait one more time one more time okay. i got this <clears throat> for real like this has to be a clip i will the vision we have in our heads of what our life is supposed to be is what messes us. <laughs> okay. Okay. No, I really am. I'm going to change it up a little bit. Okay. Because I'm going to fucking nail this. This this sentence can't beat me. This sentence can't beat me. Okay. Like my friend is going to be super disappointed that this sentence just beat me. Okay. The vision we have in our heads of what our life is supposed to be is what screws us up the most. 100%. And it goes back to what I was talking about last week about that my vision of what my family was supposed to be when I, you know, when I birthed our son, um, our vision was, you know, a house and a pool and, and, you know, carpools and minivans and, and all of a sudden now here I am as a single parent in an apartment with two kids and who cares? Do you think when I walk out that door that anybody in this apartment complex gives a shit that it's me and my kids walking out that door, just the three of us? No. Um, can I talk about, can I talk about me for yeah. a second? Yes. Yeah. Do we want to go back to the intro first though? <laughs> can we do that? Yeah. That'd be great. Yeah. Um, so what I wanted your reaction on this past weekend was the fact that 
my daughter came down with a stomach bug this weekend and um, not only did she vomit in the house, but she vomited on me. It was in my mouth at one point. That's fun. Yeah. Um, and I was running around the house and I was cleaning up and I was, you know, obviously worried that I was going to now get the stomach bug, which side note, I have an absolute phobia about throwing up. Like you might think like it's not a thing, but it's a huge thing. I, I, I cry. I call my mom. It's, it's a whole ordeal. So I thought to myself, okay, if I get the stomach bug, I now have two children that still need lunches and dinners and food and, and, you know, bathroom or showers. And, and what do I do as a single parent to take care of them while I'm laid up in the bathroom puking? What do you do? What does a single parent do? So, uh, I don't know if you know this. Well, yeah, you know this first part, but like my ex-husband is a hose dragger. We talk about that all the time. Um, and there were times that he would work 24 hour shifts and I, I hate the comparison when people say that because they're, they're at home and their husband is off working that they're say they're single moms because it's not true. Right. Like you still have an income coming in when you're stay at home, you know what I'm saying? Uh, or where you're a single mom, it's just you, you're in the trenches trying to figure it out. But he was gone a lot. He did work a lot. And I'm telling you, like, at least I had a break, but I, there is nothing that is more difficult than the mind games that we play with ourselves and the loneliness we feel when we're in a desperation moment like that. Like, I think it is super heavy, you know? And I I think people don't quite understand because I could pick up the phone and at the time call my husband and say, hey, you know, one of my kids just threw up everywhere, you know, and at least have that avenue. You're just panicking going, I got got to put my big girl panties on and kill this, you know? But you did yeah, that's right. You guys were discussing. You don't wear panties. I, f- I forgot. My bad. I got to change my whole lingo just for you, Faith. Like, my whole lingo. Um, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it is a different mindset. And I think people confuse being um, home alone versus being alone. Because it's a whole different ball game. Because, yeah. you know, I've sat on both sides of that fence. You know? And it's hard. It I'm was, proud of you. Thank you. Yeah. But thank God I didn't get it. I don't know how that came to be that I didn't get it, but I didn't, I mean, it was in my mouth. Oh, I can't even, we, I, yeah. Oh, yeah. So luckily I did not get it and all of the crises were averted, but I just had this revelation, which kind of leads into our topic about starter marriages. I had this revelation that, you know, these are the things that you take for granted in that first marriage. This is the stuff that you learn after having that first marriage and those kids and all this stuff because what you're like 20 when you get married you're a kid yourself you don't know shit about shit and they don't either it's all about you and what you need and what you want and nobody's caring about what the other person's actually offering it's just never enough so looking back and having had that starter marriage um and my ex-husband used to say all the time don't worry second marriages they say are the happy ones Um, And I used to get mad because that was supposed to be my forever marriage. But looking back, he was right. You know, I, you, the second marriage is happier because you actually appreciate them because you've gone through the marriage where you had all of that and took it for granted or took advantage of it. And then you have now the single life and you don't have that partner, 
which really does make you appreciate your second husband. Agreed. And you just appreciate what they bring to the table in the form of you're not doing it alone anymore. Yeah. You know, and I just, I had that revelation this weekend where I was like, oh, you know what? He wasn't wrong. Second marriages are better because you've both probably, hopefully, learned some lessons. But then, like, what I find so crazy is that that was even, like, on his radar. You know, because, like, at the end of the day, who goes into a marriage going, well, let's just fuck around and find out with this one. Well, you, yeah. <laughs> That's my favorite way to find out. I mean, now it is. <laughs> but, like, you know, and then, and then I always hate when people say things like, you know, they make the comment of, like, well, I'm sorry you got divorced, but when I get in a marriage, it's like death or, or, or nothing. Like, yeah. we're not getting divorced. Yeah, because I went in going, well, we'll just see how it goes. We're going to fuck around and find yeah, out. People say the dumbest things sometimes. Like, you know, oh, well, my marriage will be different. Oh, yeah, okay. Right. All right. You know, but, like, that also is just a part of, like, growing up and learning that, you know, not everything is different. You, I'm sorry, you, you are not different. You know, like we, we talk about this with Kayla a lot, right? Like we tell her, we're like, I know you have this vision that everything's going to be butterfly and rainbows. Be ready for it not to be. Mm -hmm. Plan for shit to hit the fan. I always, and sometimes it's a good thing. Sometimes it's not. I always plan for worst case scenario. Yeah. Which is great. I am always over prepared. However, it's not great when it always feels like the sky is falling. <laughs> Dude. That's not good. Uh, so, oh, one of my favorite like quotes was actually, um, I want to say it was like Tom Hanks, Denzel Washington. Um, oh my gosh. Robin Williams. They're all sitting around this table. Okay. Like all these big name actors are sitting around this table and I want to say it was Denzel Washington. I think, oh, I probably am screwing this up. And he looks and he goes, I know it was Tom Hanks. He says, I wish someone would have said to me, this too shall pass. Mm -hmm. And all the men at the table were like nodding their head. And I'm like, no one ever told you this too shall pass. And he goes, yeah, this too shall pass. Your great moment, this too shall pass. Yep. Your bad moment, this too shall pass. Buckle up, hold on, because you just never know if you're going to be in a, have a good a moment or a bad moment. And I love that. Because yeah. I think sometimes we're so focused on being happy, numbing the pain, numbing how we feel, that we forget, like, just hold on. Whatever season you're in, it's going to change. You just right. got to buckle down a little bit. Well, even with, because there are the select few people that stay married. I know a couple yeah. that they um, got married in high school, and they're still married to this day. And as great as that sounds, I'm sure that they have been through some trials and tribulations and ups and downs and a, you know, a, these, this too shall pass moments. Um, so it's not like the grass is greener on the other side. You know, some people grow together. Some people grow apart. It is what it is. Go. Okay. Ready for mine? Cause it's I a am deep. so ready. It's a little deep. I told Kayla, I, I was thought you were bullshitting. You. Can I tell you that? I thought you totally were bullshitting. I didn't not even bullshitting. I didn't even know that you had a secret. So I'm a little bit mad about that. We're going to talk about that later. Um, I'm going to try really hard not to cry, friend. Oh, my God. I know. Um, okay, so we kind of were talking about starter marriages, right? Yeah. Don't get so serious on me. This is a funny, well, like, lighthearted podcast. I can't. You <laughs> shit. You can't not tell me shit that you're going to cry about. Um, okay, so my first husband, um, I'm going to look at Kayla because this can be a little bit easier probably, huh? Mm. Um, my first husband, I love how she says, go for it. Um. 
when I was married to my first husband, we had three boys. You know that. Yeah. Um, I always wanted a little girl. Always wanted a little girl. <laughs> so uh, when we had a little girl, we were going to name her Faith. Swear to God. Faith Lynn was going to be my little girl's name. And, oh God, this totally took a different turn. I'm sorry, friend. Um, and I feel like you have created so much healing in my heart and so much love in my heart, along with Kayla. Like, both of you have been such an important role in my life of healing from the hurt. And you know, I've been divorced for, gosh, 11 years. Oh, thanks. 11 years. But at the end of the day, it was really funny because I don't know if you remember, but when we were at AR workshop, Carol introduced me to you and she's like, this is my friend Faith. And I was like, fuck, dude, like I always wanted to name my little girl Faith. And that was a really hard pill for me to swallow because, okay, here's some intimate information about me. When we were looking to adopt a little girl, because at that time my ex-husband was fixed and he couldn't have any more kids, but both him and I wanted a little girl, he was sleeping with another woman the entire time this was happening. And we had sat down with an adoption agency. I had promoted on my Facebook page about adopting a little girl because that was what I wanted more than anything in my life, you know? Don't get me wrong, I love my three boys more than anything in the world, you know? And what I wanted was a little girl. And both my ex-husband and I agreed that we were going to name her Faith Lynn. And once again, God has such a sense of humor. Mm -hmm. Because at the end of the day, my best friend's name is Faith. And then God gives me a man that has a little girl. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, come on. Like, like, even though it didn't fit because my... he knew. He knew that yeah. you didn't need that with him. Exactly. And, and, and there was times where we were meeting with the adoption agency. We were meeting with the people that were going to help us adopt. But we, but he kept saying, no, I'm not going to pay that money yet. Well, why aren't we going to pay that money? I raised this money through photo shoots, through this, that, and the other, because I put this out in the world, like that I wanted a baby, you know, and that I wanted to adopt a baby. Like, what do you mean you don't want to do this? And I couldn't understand and the whole time he was actually sleeping with this other woman. And that was like God's way of saying, Jen, I'm going to give you not only a man that is going to love you, nurture you, and take care of you. I'm going to give you your daughter. I'm going to give you your best friend. And I'm going to take care of you. And it was really funny because what really triggered it was when we were doing our photo shoot, I should have brought it with me, huh, Kayla? I have a necklace, and it has my three boys um, has three, uh, is that, um, origami owl, you know, those necklaces oh, yeah. that mm -hmm. you like see through. I have held mm -hmm. on to this. I don't wear jewelry. Like that's something about me. Like I don't like even my wedding ring is like banded. Like it's like a, I don't know, like a squishy band thing. How do I explain that to people? I forgot what it's called. Like a, like a plastic Elastic. band. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, and so I have this necklace and it has three blue birthstones in it, a camera and it says faith. And what I love about that is she looks at me and she goes, that one says faith. Did you do that on purpose? And I said, no, but we're going to talk about it tonight. I love that. I know. And so, like, I just want you to know, like, what an important role, one, Kayla plays in my life because she's the daughter that I never had. And even though sometimes I want to strangle her, I love the crap out of this kid. <clears throat> back on track. Sorry. Back on track. Yeah. Okay. Can we talk about... 
starter marriages. How long were you married? Um, we got divorced the month before our 10 year anniversary. We were just after 10 years. Yeah. Just after 10 years. And it was really kind of funny because he paid for us to do like a photo shoot and everything. And like, Oh, for the 10 year anniversary. Yeah. Oh, and I'm like, well, those are some fun memories to walk down <laughs> with, you know, like I'm like, thanks a lot for that bucko. Thanks uh, for those memories. Yeah. Appreciate yeah. you. Uh, no. And you know, I'm so grateful for my starter marriage for the simple fact that it made me such a better wife, a better mom, right. a better friend, a better person. But it was one of the darkest times in my life going through that divorce and knowing that he picked someone else over me and he broke that fairy tale and changed the direction of our lives forever. And I am constantly parenting different because of it. You mentioned something last week. Um, about the demon of comparison. Ooh. Oh my gosh. I had never thought of that because not only is it, you know, that they broke that vow, they broke your trust, they broke everything that you had built together, this, you know, safety little bubble that you live in, but they have now made you so insecure about yourself. Why does this person better? Why, what do they do better? What can I do better? What can I be better? Um, because the one person that you choose every day is no longer choosing you they're choosing somebody else and that does make you feel brutal yeah like cut you deep yeah and like we talk about that a lot of like the expectations that we have of people because we're good people to do the right thing yeah always jacks with me man jacks with me yeah the person that helped me out of that the most was my current husband yeah you know, we'll see what number three brings to the table. But right now, number two is killing <laughs> My, it. Number two is, is, I don't have anybody else on that roster. Number two is really, but if I start building that lineup, it's uh, Today, I, I told his mom, I love her. Like, I adore her, right? And I even said to her, I said, I just want you to know that I'm not really with Jamie because I like him. I, I really just really like you, you know? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, you are the best mother-in-law, you know? Because I also was telling her, I was like, with my kids being in very serious relationships, I'm like, I want to be a mother-in-law like you. Yeah. You know? Because I feel like she is truly and honestly, like, the best mother-in-law. Yeah. And she jacks with me just like I jack with her, and I love it. Yeah. No, and that's she good. knows. It's important to, like, your in-laws. Dude, that's family sure. is, like, so important. So important. It is. You know? And you think that, oh, we're, we love each other. We'll just <laughs> block them. <laughs> but, like, at block. The, yeah. I mean, that was the theme, uh, but it's, it's just not like that. You know, like you have got to find a way to make marriage just a little bit easier because marriage is not or, easy. Or you just don't get married and you stay single and you I'm, live your single girl lifestyle. So I was, I was on that path. I was on that journey, the single girl lifestyle, because I was like, you know what? I'm done. I don't want to do this anymore. I don't. First of all, can we talk about, I dipped my toe in a dating app for a minute, um, <sighs> Well, Are you going to tell couple. the whole story of that? No. No. <laughs> no. I dipped my toe in the dating app world for a moment. The first app, you couldn't see any pictures unless you paid for the membership. So I was like, oh. okay, I'll totally take this. I got this. You know, I'm a, I'm a boss bitch. I can pay for a membership. $400 a month. Wow. I was like, well, I'm not that boss bitch. Yeah. I'm not that bossed up. And... Way to take care, way to take advantage of the needy. 
of the needy. Like, really, like, there's no Robin Hood out there that, like, rescues no. the, the well, needy. No, and then I was like, wait a second. Like, because, oh, it was an app for single parents. And it was $4 a month, an app for single parents. To, that's the only way you could see who liked you or see your matches. And I was like, we're Do all single parents. We don't have $400 a month. Okay, so, like, I get this, but, like, was there any value? Could you say, huh? No. Yeah, okay. No. So what I could do is I could I could see who was there, and I could like them, but if they liked me back, I had to pay $400. And I was like, isn't that kind of prostitution? I mean, for reals. <laughs> like, I bet you could get a prostitute for less than $400. I'm just saying. So that leads me to a funny story. I was talking to an old friend. I had mentioned earlier that I had some old friends reach out, some people that I really care about, um, and they reached out, and we've reconnected. And... So I was talking to my friend. Had you blocked these ones at any time? No, I, I oh. have never blocked them. So oh. that's a good, well, I didn't know how. We okay. did discuss that. But oh. um, this one I never would have blocked. Love her. And she is living her best single life ever. She told me this story about, you know, she bought her house um, like a year or two ago. And she uh, occasionally may have a friend over and stay the night. But if somebody tries to leave something at her house, She's like, uh-uh, take that. Unless there's a ring on this finger, you take your stuff with you. And yeah. I was like, you go. You stand up. You do what you got to do. And I was like, you know what? I'm all about single girl lifestyle. I'm all about going out, having a good time, and then coming home and living my single girl life where everything in my, in my apartment is where I want it or when the kids are here where they want it. But, um, you know, just it's about a me vibe. Dude, and like those standards. So that was something Kayla and I were talking about before because she was saying that she never really had standards for the men she was dating, right? Like she was just having fun. She was doing Kayla stuff, right? And she said, I think I need to start having higher standards for the men that I allow into my life yeah. because, well, she, I mean, she goes, because I can't have expectations of these men no. because we set the bar that there was no expectations, you know, and I just looked at her and I'm like, that is probably the best thing you've ever said. And I think we are all guilty of that, dude. Like, we are all guilty of allowing things that we know darn well should not be allowed in our lives. Yes. And that goes not just men, you know. Absolutely. But it's just a, you know, that old saying that I don't, you know, I'm not looking for Mr. Right. I'm looking for Mr. Right now. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I, I feel I'm a little jaded at this point, um, I've had, you know, I said that I dipped my toe into the dating app and I have matches all the time. You've seen my phone like dinging and dinging over here. It's all day, every day, but it's... For the $400 a month? No, I went on oh, a different one. But this kidding. one is just like... So that one was more about quality. This one's more about quantity. Okay. But right. I can't afford quality, so I guess I'll just go with quantity and yeah. see if I see if see if something lands. Fuck around and find out. We'll fuck around and find out. Yeah. So, um, but half the time I'm like, whatever, ew, no, no, and then the the good looking ones I'm like, no, you're probably fake, my catfish. <laughs> give me your give me your girlfriend's number. I want to find out why you made her crazy. You know what Dude, I mean? Like right, I yeah. have I have a whole application in mind like if somebody really wants to date me and it's going to be pretty impossible so my question is is what part of that interview process am i in in that oh you are like the group you know the group interview yeah that's what we do it's we like, all it's a dinner like we a all group go to dinner. test mm -hmm. yeah we go to dinner we like you don't even get to 
you don't even get to like second base without group dinner. Yeah. And so like, do I get a spotlight to like put on him while I question him? Yeah. Can I hook him up to a lie detector? Absolutely. Dude, I cannot wait for the first guy you date. Me too. Like I'm here for it just to be like, what's your name? What's your middle name? Where you been? How many girlfriends have you had? Right. Here's my exes. They like to, you know, they say all they the hang best out things together about too, me. So they do hang out together. You know, but I mean, it's cool. But if you ask them, they don't. But they do. All right. It's cool. It's full fine. send. It's... I mean, it's... on the plus side, my ex-husband, no one liked him, so no one hung out with him. Oh, that's nice. So that that worked out really good. Yeah. Although he did get my brother in the divorce, and that was my my kind of brother. In and reality, that was a hard thing to wrap my brain around. In the divorce and the breakup, they got each other, and I, mean, I got the dogs. I don't know who won on that one, actually. I mean, I think you're always winning. So, can we go into uh, a bullshit of the day? Yeah. Bullshit of the week? Yeah. You want to go first? Um, I don't think I have... Oh, I do. You know what? Because I did just start these these dating apps and, and such. Um, and my bullshit of the week is that I started on a dating app and my very first interaction with somebody was my ex-fiance. You said we weren't going to say this. Well, you know what? I'm going... I said... I'm proud of you. I said, um, we are not photoshopping life. Um, my very first match was my ex-fiance. Like, why can't you go in and say, please don't show me this one person? (laughs) This is the one person I don't want to see. (laughs) Stop it. That was a hot neighbor, by the way. Yeah. I mean... I already had I didn't see do, him on the dating app. I already had something to do with chicken. But um <laughs> <laughs> uh, my sister used to work at that plant, by the way. Which yeah, I mean the yeah. chicken plant. The chicken plant. Uh-huh. Okay, but so uh I feel like we didn't say anything bad. We could Yeah. I don't think he knows about the podcast. I'm gonna go I, well, I mean I knocked the other night. I could knock tonight. That's true. I, I watched did. him look around. Okay, so we let's backtrack really quick to the dating app. You had messaged me and you sent me like the picture and I was like, oh, like how does this like, and my caption was fuck my life. Yeah. I literally was like, how does this happen? Right. And so I'm laying in bed and I look at Jamie and I go, babe, you're never going to guess who showed up on face dating app. And he goes, who? And I told him and he goes, no fucking way. I'm like, no swear. (laughs) I swear. And he's like, Oh my gosh, could we get more drama in here? I'm like, we probably could. We probably could. But I told Kayla, and Kayla goes, because I said he sent a rose. Because I guess on these dating apps, you can send a rose. And Kayla goes, what? A rose? You only get one of those a day. And I'm like, (laughs) well, glad you know. To be fair, it was late at night, and uh, he probably just hadn't sent it yet. So I was like, you know, oh, well, I'll get one in the morning. It just was funny. And then for the, I'm sorry, friend, but... The, the biggest bullshit of all of it was the conversation in between. And I do not know how you stayed with someone so long. I don't know how you still laugh. I don't know how you still smile. Because I had to deal with him just like in a little blip of life. And I literally was like, I mean, the last thing I said to him was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, and I think that he never responded because I think he knew that there was no able, no way that he could manipulate or twist that. But I tell you what, the up and down faith, I, like, like that is what makes a woman feel like she's crazy, mm-hmm. right? Absolutely. Like, and this is something I talk to my sister about a lot too, because my sister is on her pancake marriage. 
Oh, your first starter. Yep. <laughs> um, but uh, she was with him for 10 years before they got married. What's his name? Coyote Joe? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> We're going with Sarah, we are calling him Coyote Joe from now on. Wildcat. Michael Wildcat. Uh, anyways, but uh, yeah, so she was saying how like she always wants to make him happy, right? And she always wants yeah. to like do what he wants to do. I said, stop. I said, you're trying to make him happy over stupid things, right? So she'd be like, you'll be at a food court, right? Where do you want to go? And he's like, well, I just don't really know. Well, wherever you want to go, I'll go. I said, no, you say I'm going to this chicken place and I'm going to get chicken because I'm craving chicken mm -hmm. and you go wherever where you want to go. But instead, now we've got a fight because everybody's like trying to figure out what they want. And you don't have to go to the same place right. that that person goes to. But see, like, I felt like if I left my husband's side, if I didn't do exactly what he was doing, that I would lose him, you know, and that and in turn, I was losing him by forcing him to always like when I was trying to make him happy, I was creating a monster. Yeah. You know, and we've talked about that multiple times that we create the monsters that lead to our demise without even realizing it in marriage, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, my ex-husband, he is an amazing cook. He's so good at cooking. Um, and But what would happen is whenever I would cook, he wouldn't like the food I made, right? And so I'd go to the store. I'd prep. I'd get whatever he wanted. He complained every time we made food. I said, okay, how about this? You cook, and I'll prep the food. And so that was the compromise we made. Well, in the end, come to find out, he divorced me. One of the reasons was because I didn't cook. <laughs> and I'm like, that was a compromise we made that I thought was like teamwork. Right. You know? And then I'll never forget. I, I think, did we talk about this on the last podcast? One of the reasons he left me was because I left dirty dishes in the sink. <laughs> and because I would sit on the couch while eating cookie dough and complain about being fat. Ouch. Yeah. Yeah. I I was fat. Well, okay, but the person that you're with that's supposed to protect you and, and defend your feelings should not be the one using it against you. Right, but like, you, you think don't, he cared? I know, but that's what I'm saying. Like, when you talk about standards, Kayla, that's one of the things. Like, And I had another old friend that I had a conversation with, and we were talking about what would make me happy or what I'm looking for in a, in a relationship now or that partnership. So if I'm puking on the floor that they can help me with the kids and protection that that person has my back no matter what, you know, so if something goes down that we're a team, like I need a, a teammate, you know, that if somebody, um, I know it would never happen. But if somebody were saying terrible things about me that I wasn't around, that they would say, hey, one of my favorite, my very first memory of you, um, <laughs> and it's one of the things that showed me what real friendship was, and I've used this example many times, um, somebody was talking about something personal that was going on in my life because I had divulged it, and I usually try not to do that. Until I put out a podcast, and then I'm going to just tell everybody. Yeah. Uh, 260 downloads. Yeah. That's fine. fine. Here you go. Um, but somebody had heard something about my life that I didn't really care too much that they had known, but they went to talk to you about it, and you turned around and said, no, this isn't your story to tell. And even though I'm not even sure you knew the story yet, because I hadn't talked to you, um, there was a time where we didn't talk as often. Um but you just turned around and said, no, this isn't your story to tell. If she wants me to know, she'll tell me. And 
that's what I'm, that's the type of relationship that's good. That's the type of, that's the type of loyalty and respect that you should be looking for in a, in a partnership, in a relationship. That's the kind of stuff, like the take care of the stuff that I cannot. There are things that I can't take care of when I'm not around. Now, I'm not always good at that because, you know, remember our quote friend? Well, when I, I had found out through the grapevine, so when I had texted her, she said, not good, we got to get together. And so I was like, okay, does this date work? And you know, my evenings are pretty much packed with photography. And so I kind of had to push her out a little bit to try to find some time because we're shooting high school seniors right now. Um, and by shooting, I mean photography, please don't censor me. Um, but, uh, and so uh, when I, I called her, I found out through the grapevine that her husband and her were separated. And I immediately called her and said, you didn't tell me. Because I feel like that is such a big thing. Because I know what it was like to be divorced and mm -hmm. that crippling pressure. Well, because going through a divorce, because when you're with your partner, all of your friends are intermingled. All of mm -hmm. your people are intermingled. And when somebody starts spouting out and the other person doesn't, to those group of friends, if you just sit back and watch and let your partner just start going off on you, start telling all of the lies, and you just sit back and you don't say a word, you can watch the people fall off mm -hmm. and you really recognize who your true friends are. And both my divorce and now this past separation, I have just sat back and watched and people have Show me who they are. And sometimes it takes a long, long time. Remember me telling you about my brother that took my ex-husband's side? Mm -hmm. My ex-husband stole his job, a job that he got him. Yeah. I mean, like, and I'm sitting there and I want to call him and be like, hey, you doing okay? Right. Like, you all right? Like, you know, I, because I never would have treated him that way. Right. Never. And like, but, at, you know, hindsight is always twenty twenty and... Well, and that's what's hard, and that's what I, makes me think with your friend that possibly she was just sitting back like, I don't even know who to trust. I don't know which way's up or yep. down. Like, when that, when the, the divorce road comes up, it's kind of like my, your whole life is upside down. You don't know, you don't know your ass from your head anymore. No, and that trust thing, yeah. ooh, that's a, yeah, that's the, a sticky one. Once, yeah, I, yeah, I deal with that. And that's what, I'm coming to terms with now is I'm not going to be good in a relationship for a while anyway. Even if I found Mr. Right, um, I would be pretty damaged for a while. Um, Trust-wise and, you know, just pretty much saying, I think you're probably garbage. You know, already just assuming that they're not a good person. Yeah, so all, I, I one, our next podcast I want to talk about how I met Jamie. It's so funny you say that. I thought to myself earlier today, as I was, you know, scrolling my dating app, I was like, I wonder how Jamie and Jen met. I was like, I bet it wasn't on one of these garbage websites. Or... It was not. But I think next podcast will go into that. Okay. But, uh, but one thing that how I knew Jamie was like I could be with him forever was... So at that time, his work schedule, he had off on Mondays. Um, I want to say he had Sundays and Mondays off. I can't remember. Anyways, every Monday he would go and he would sit with his grandma. Okay? Super cute. Not even what sold me. Okay? What sold me was that 
he texted me when he woke up and he said, hey, just want to let you know I'm going to see my grandma. Um, so I'm driving into town so I won't have my phone. And then he goes, I'm at my grandma's. I'm going to be here for about 30 minutes and then I'll call you when I get done. Right? I didn't ask him to give me any sort of time window or anything like that. And then so like every step of the way he would tell me where he was going, what he was doing. Right? And I never asked him for that. But he knew I needed it. Right? Right. Then whenever anything weird would happen, and here's the thing. When you come out of a divorce, because every single time that I was with my ex-husband and the phone would go off, I'd say, who is that? He'd be like, no one, and walk off. Yeah. And I would be like, okay, I guess I'm supposed to accept None that. Uh, right? And, and you think you're supposed to accept those answers? Right. You know? And then, like, um, but, like, and that is another thing. Like, they paint us as these crazy beings, but don't take accountability for the things that they did to push us to that point. Right. And the games that they played. Right. But then they will turn around and say, oh, she's nuts. Oh, yeah. I mean, and... Well, and that's why I need your ex's phone number because I want to know what you did that made her nuts. Yeah. You'd sit here and tell me you have a crazy ex-girlfriend or a crazy ex-wife. Yeah, why? I want to know what you did that made her act that way. But the best part was when I told Jamie, I'm like, "I I got a crazy baby daddy. I got a crazy ex. He's like... Can't be that bad. I'm all, okay. And so he'd see me respond. He goes, let me respond. I'm all, cool. He goes, you got a crazy baby daddy. <laughs> I'm all, try telling you. You know, because there for a while, I would give him my phone and say, okay, you respond. Okay, you try to figure this out. You know, and literally, you know, mm-hmm. if one person says you're an asshole, you're probably not an asshole. Right. If two or three, you may want to like look into yourself. If everybody thinks you're an asshole, guess what? You're an asshole. Yeah. I know a lot of people that are proud to be an asshole. So that's, it's embarrassing. That's red flags. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So we were doing a photo shoot last <laughs> night and, uh, it was hilarious. So there was a car and it had these Trump flags and you know, the Trump flags are like these big, huge, well, not huge, but these big red flags that are on the car and we're all walking up to go do this photo shoot. And I literally jump in between the car and faith and I'm all stay away, stay away, back away from back away. And she's looking at me like I am crazy town. And I'm like, I know you see those red flags. Walk away, walk <laughs> away. And like, literally it took you a second and then you just died laughing. You're all, I feel turned on. I'm all, Oh my God. <laughs> Oh, it's freaking hilarious. Can we talk about, real quick, side note, how many firefighters are on these dating apps? Uh, well, okay, it, it, we can talk about that because firefighters, military, and police officers are the highest rate of divorce in the nation. Because they're all on dating apps. And I bring that up because when we were walking out, there was a whole fire truck. And freaking hilarious. But, my God, that one man that got out was... He was attractive. If you saw him on a dating website, though, you'd have kept scrolling. Nope. <laughs> he would have gotten a rose. And you only get you one of those. Only one of those a day. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's freaking hilarious. And then come to find out, like, so it's kind of like, um, so this dating app that we're talking about is kind of like Instagram, apparently. This is what I'm learning. Tell me if I'm wrong. This is what Kayla told me, right? And so whenever you get the rose... Um, it puts them at the top of the like news feed, right? And like you can't go to the next person until you either. No. Well, that's oh. if so. There's like a whole grouping of like highlighted people, mm-hmm. and if you go through those, um, and apparently they're bigger caliber or better caliber. I don't know really what that is. It's been a day, one day, a day and a half, maybe. So in that category, the only thing you can do though is send a rose. Which you can either buy, which is what I think probably happened with the ex-fiance. He probably has three dozen of them. 
sitting there that he purchased mm-hmm. um, is probably what his deal is. I'm sure he didn't save his only rose for me. <laughs> Here's what. I think you're probably very right. Yes. I think you're probably very right. And he showed you over and over again who he was. Well, and we will just dive into the conversation. <clears throat> Not so much the conversation that we had, but that I had to... Because he is blocked on everything, um, I debated to do this morning telling you or not that we had a conversation, but I can't lie to you. So I, that's not who I am. And even if it's a hard conversation, I'm going to tell you. So I told you that we had a conversation and I said to you, what? No, you said to me, are you mad at me? Why aren't you responding? What's happening? And I'm all, I need you to give me a second. I haven't read this. Oh, don't hit me. I'm, I know. I'm all, I am in the middle of doing something else. I, I brought and like, literally you gave me like 30 seconds. Not even kidding you. Cause I think that like before you sent it, you went and like you sent yeah. it and That's like, exactly me, what I, I looked at it and I'm like, first I was like, what the fuck? And then I was like, okay, up. Okay, one second, because I needed to read the whole, I mean, it was a pretty good paragraph, yeah. you know, and I was like, okay, I need to, I need a second, and I was dealing with some insurance stuff and whatever, and like, you're texting me, and I'm like, I am not ignoring you, I need a second. Well, you said that, you just said, I'm on the call, I need a second, and I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> I was like, hmm. because I was so afraid you were going to be like, that's it, I'm out, it, Don't hit me, Blocked. like I'm the abusive one. I know, I don't know. I have video proof of you hitting me. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but we have picture proof of me pretending to punch you. Oh, yeah. There you go. So there's that. I mean, I guess Although you have all those, I don't, so. I sent them to you. Not the punching one. I'm pretty sure I did. Okay. It's in that whole gallery. Well, I'm going to put it aside just in case. Just in case you <laughs> need it in your back pocket. No joke for uh, What I said to you was, I needed this conversation because he showed me again who he was. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, we as women tend to forget things. We tend to... Um, we tend to, I mean, do you remember how bad childbirth was? No. No. In the middle of it, it's, sorry, Kayla. In the middle of it, it's awful. God awful. Mm-hmm. But we forget it fast. We forget pain. Because of love. Well, it's the love, but it's also, we would never have another child if we did not know, if we mm-hmm. didn't just forget that. So we, as women, just happen to forget pain. And I do it a lot quicker than I'm, than I should. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when I get to that place where I stop, um, where, where I can't remember the pain anymore, then I start to go into, you know, sad and, you know, did I make the right choice and blah, blah, blah. And not that I went there ever recently, but you know, I was going towards a more sad, um, but that conversation, man, brought me right back to the pain You're like, and okay. I was like, okay, it's always my favorite when you say things like. Hey Jen, I, I'm I'm in I'm in a down spot. Send me send me something good, right? Like yeah. you always like send me remind me why I hate this, why right. I hate what I'm going through. I'm like, easy. I got this. I got this. Yeah. I'm like, do you want a screenshot or do you want me to call you? Do you want me to FaceTime you? You want me to write and sign the book? Right. The novel? Because I got it's a like, novel for you. Right. It's like text message. Ding. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> and I was like, oh, right, okay, ding. I'm like, okay, okay, we got it, we got it. Save something for next time. Yeah, I'm all, I got plenty. But this one, I didn't even have to ask you. He came right to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It it was, uh, that was my bullshit of the day. Um, but, you know. Yeah, you want to hear my bullshit of the day? Yup. Yup. Okay, so 
we, Kayla and I have been waiting to get the paternity test back. I say we, like, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like she's connected to me. So we, okay. it's the three of us. Yeah. You know, Grandma Faith, Grandma, Grandma Faith. Jen. Yeah. yeah. It's mine, uh, too. Yeah, it's yours, too. Uh, but so, I'm waiting to get the paternity test back. It was supposed to take a week. The test was on Thursday. Yeah, and so... She was hanging out with me all day because on Tuesdays and Wednesdays she has off, and so she hangs out with me all day, right? And she's like, I just don't want to be alone, you know. Like yeah, I just I want to be around people. Like I don't I don't want to be alone, right? And I'm like, I get it. Like you know, here's what I'm doing today. Join me or you know, hang out on the couch, whatever. And so we go. I go. I gotta go tan, right? Because I'm getting ready to go on vacation, and I want to look nice and tan, and because I'm pretty white. But so I go to go tan. And I leave her for 10 minutes because it's a six-minute bed. Six or seven-minute bed, right? Yeah, it's high intensity. Yeah, you know, so it's not like a long-term thing, right? And I come out, and she is bawling her eyes out in the car. And I look at her. Ten minutes! I, I literally was like, like, you know what, with my hands in the air going, what the hell just happened? And she's on the phone with her mom, and she goes, okay, I love you, bye. Jen's here. And so she hangs up the phone with her mom, and I'm still going, what happened? Mm -hmm. She goes, well, we got the paternity test back. And I go, well, what happened? (laughs) Say more. Like, I get it. You're crying. And you know, like, when you're crying and you're, like, blubbering? Like, that's literally how she was. And so it's like, you know when you're trying to be sensitive, but at the same time, you're like, I need a whole lot more info right now? Yes. Like, this is, like, the worst cliffhanger. (laughs) Anyway, so we found out who the baby daddy was. And I think that... Which you and Even I Even without Jerry Springer. I know. I don't know. And me and you both called who the baby daddy was going to be. Of course we did. Um, I had no doubt. I, you know, yeah, I don't know if I, I felt very confident. I also feel very confident about the sex of the baby. And that's so weird. And I don't, you know, whatever. I don't know. I just think like sometimes you get to this point in your life that you can see signs of things. Yeah. Because Kayla said to me, she goes, how do you, how are you always Right. I said, trust me, sister, there's times I don't want to be right. right. <laughs> you know? I go, right. but, and then, like, what you said, Jen and I have been through so much shit, and we have seen so much mm-hmm. that, like, at the end of the day, between the two of us, we'll tell you what's going to happen. Right. You I know? have an amazing skill to be able to read a room, which weirds me out sometimes that people, other people don't have that ability, but I can read a room and tell you within the next 20 minutes. I can tell you who likes who, who hates who. What if there's a little secret affair happening between two people? I can tell you that stuff now because I can see it. Or, or you know what? What I one I think everyone can see this because now there are like memes and TikToks about it. But when you're on social media and the girl starts either gets boobs and starts posting selfies. Oh, yep. And then the dad starts posting pictures of kids. What's With his happening? Kids. Yep, they, yep. They're, they're getting, getting divorced. divorced. Like it's like it's almost like you could call it every time, yep. right? And like part when you see the girl get new boobs or you see the selfies, you go, "Hey sis, you good? Yeah, you what good? Did do? Yeah." I can't yeah. even say that. Up. No, I can't. It's jaded. It's fine. I mean, like it, it, on majority, you know, this is our experience, and that doesn't mean that that's how it is across the board because there are women who are cheaters. Yeah. But our experience just happens to be the other way around, and so that's kind of how we see those situations, you know. Yeah. But yeah, so needless to say. She's on, Kayla's on the phone with her mom and her mom says, where are you? And she says, I'm in Jen's car. And so her mom goes, well, where's Jen? (laughs) 
And Kayla's like, she went inside to tan. And I'm like, I probably sound like the worst stepmom in the world because I'm all, you're good. I'm going to go tan. But I get She's in there. She's 26. I, well, right. It's not I, like you left the dog in the car. She could open a window. It was running. I left the window cracked. Yeah. I, she had food and water. Yeah. It's fine. I mean, like, but yeah, so like literally from then on. You're a great grandma. Don't I'm worry like, about it. I am never leaving you alone. Like you are not allowed to be alone. You know, like, can't you see me the she next time I'm the in the fan. store? And I'm like, let's go, Kayla. You're going in. But I don't want to. I don't care. You ain't sitting out here alone. Well, then you leave your phone with your email because I can't right now. I can't. I, I can't you know do what she said thing. before she opened the email? I need to wait for Jen to get back in here. I shouldn't open the email until Jen gets back. Mm-hmm. What'd she do? She opened the email. She fucked around and found out. Well, just like I said, <laughs> I should probably shouldn't open this text message. Mm. Yeah. Fucked it's, around and found out. Yeah, it, it's every time. Huh, Kayla? But every- you know what? I'm not strong enough to... This is why I have to block. Because I cannot... I can't ignore it. No, So I have to no. just not see it. No, and like truth is, is like... The only reason that I could say this is because I'm not in it. Right. But when you told me about the whole situation with ex-fiance, I literally said to you, uh, what did I say? I literally said, I get it. Yeah. How do you feel now? Well, you said this was stuff you needed to say. Yeah. And I was and like, you, and, and stuff you needed to see again. Because yeah. you said, your exact words were like, I know you're going to say, I know friend, but, and I did it. <laughs> I so was expect. So while you were silent and ignoring me love you, and giving me a heart attack. For the 12 for minutes. The, right. For the seven seconds that you didn't respond to my media. Um, you, I was like, I know. I know. I know. I know. You're going to say, I love you, friend, but. <laughs> and I literally just, I didn't. I said, I, I, I get it. And then I also said, don't forget, he's showing you who he is. Right. You and know? that's what I needed. I needed to, I needed a reminder and I got it. So. I mean, yup, when I opened that app and I was like, eh, fuck my life. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But. What do you do though? It wound up being helpful for me. Okay, so then I kind of have a teaser for next week. Okay. I found out that we're going to know the sex of the baby, hopefully by next podcast. No. We should, yeah. Are you almost 20 weeks? She did blood work. Oh. Yeah. To find out the sex? Yes. Oh. I know. So. We're really rushing through this. We're like, no. Hey, we are full scent. Have yeah, you not are. seen the baby room? We are full That's scent. That's true. I mean, I was going to move in there. Yeah. It was funny. Brett's oh, girlfriend. Oh, I don't have to stay at your house ever again. Brett's girlfriend is like, like, what, it, what exactly fun. did she say? Something along the lines of like, everything is like so fat. Oh, because they saw my tile of, that you gave me of like our oh, yeah. uh, album cover for the podcast or whatever. She goes, you guys do everything so fast. I'm all. Have you not seen the baby room? Right. She goes, next thing we know, you guys are going to have t-shirts and mugs. I go, ooh, t-shirts. Hey, what size are you? And she just <laughs> busted out laughing. You know, I'm like, I'll get you a shirt. Just wait. It's going to be just the sonogram picture because that's the first picture we have. Yeah. Um, and I, again, I say we because I was included in that. Yeah. yeah. I like how I've just adopted into your family. I yeah. adopted myself into you your family. You didn't have a choice either. Like, well, good. 
We just were like, what, you're not? I like when I'm on the family chats and you say, who's coming to dinner? Yeah. Me, me, me. yeah. I'm like, you other people need to respond. Your mother's <laughs> making dinner. You know what? The best, oh, the, that was the best because Faith lived with me for a little bit while she was in between. <laughs> and then she's back and then in between and then back. And, in, but, um, and she literally said, don't worry, mom, I'll be at dinner. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, mom, I'll be home. Because it is. I mean, when you're raising adult children, I mean, yeah. my baby's 16. You know, it's like, okay, who's coming to dinner? Right. Who do, how many people do I have to cook for? Yeah. Although those boys, it's almost like basketball teams. Oh, man, sometimes, especially my middle son, man. Mm. That boy can eat. He's a eat. beast. I mean, so, six foot three, 230 pounds, yeah. he has no problem eating. He is a beast. Yeah. He, that, that's the only way you could. And then the baby, I everyone thinks it's so dumb that I call him the baby, but I don't care. But the baby, if you feed him the right food, he'll eat. He'll out-eat everyone. If you feed him the right food, no, it's no, like no, my dog's. I know. Well, I know. <laughs> the, the one, you know, that doesn't cause him bloating and diarrhea. No, uh, but like, <laughs> like he loves spaghetti. My oldest loves spaghetti as well. I love spaghetti. Um, I'm Italian. Chicken tenders. I mean, just... Like, you feed him the things he loves, and he, like, almost, well, they don't talk to me much either, but <laughs> when he's at the table, it's dead silent, man. Like, he's scarfing that food, yeah. you know? But I do love the fact that my kids will come to me and ask me for things, but won't talk to me. It's super cool. Yeah. Yeah, I like, yeah. I'm going, I so, that will be a podcast for a later date on raising teens and preteens, because I've got one going Don't do into, it. I've don't got, do it. Sell them. Seller. Yeah. Seller. Trust uh, me. Yeah. Highest bidder. It turns into Jerry Springer deployment. <laughs> yeah. College. That's true. That's sports. True. She, uh, she's a full blown preteen now and, uh, emotions have, are running high. And so I don't know how to do any of that. Maybe it would be better to just be puking on the floor in the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe but, that's better. Uh, but, but. Nobody knows how to do that. And I don't care what psychologist, counselor, therapist, school nurse, whatever. I don't freaking care. We'll come to you and say, hey, you know, Faith, you really should do this, this, and this. Blow it out your ass. Like, no, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. There is no one, two, three for any kid. Right. And that's why, like, when people, when you ask me advice, I go, hey, get, try this. Try, try this. Right. Because there is no... I, I mean, because I've seen the gamut of people raising their kids. Like, okay, my mom was very strict. I'm not very strict. And my kids are still assholes. Yeah. You know, like I said. I didn't say, yeah, like I agree. No, that I, was like, a, I understand. That was a, yeah, I hear you. Yeah. But like I said, you're going to fuck your kids up one way or another. Just buckle up. Yep. No matter what you do, no matter how much you love them, no matter how you financially set them up, you'll screw them up. So next podcast. Screwing up our kids. Screwing up our kids. Okay. All right. And we'll talk about how I met Jamie. Yes. Do I need to make notes? On your note cards? Yeah. Do you have them with you? Nope. No. No. I'll make those. Those stay at home. I can't lose those bad boys. I can't. I can't. I only have 18,000 of them. Right. But the things that are on there are my life. If I don't get those done. You know what? We should invent something that you could hold in your, in your hand and that would have a notes app that you could like type into. <laughs> like a like an iPhone. Like an iPhone. It's so weird. That's so it's weird. It's like teachers saying you'd never have a calculator, so you have to learn to do this like long division or whatever. Right, and now you just. I oh can, yeah, what's up, Miss Smith? How I don't about even now? have to use my phone. I can just yell it across the room to this oh, device here. Yeah. True. Are we not allowed to say Alexa? Well, at this moment, because she's going to start talking to us. Mm. Okay. Like she's like the Voldemort. Like we don't say her name. Okay. Because otherwise. They all start talking. They're everywhere. You just don't know. They're everywhere. They're everywhere. We need to have my sister on here too. Yes. My sister has sex with cows for a living. I swear. 
Yep. I mean, she artificially inseminated him, but same, same, right? She's, she's in Oklahoma, too? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Do we don't do sound effects, remember? Oh, that's right. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. We don't do those. No. Nope. All right. So next week, yep. how you screw up your kids, your sister has sex with cows, and how you met your wonderful husband. Yeah. I'm All right, right, folks. All right. That's a wrap. Bye, guys. Have a great day.